All right, everybody. Hello. Welcome to season two of the Tommy Experience podcast. I am Tommy. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for liking and subscribing and everything. It's been a while. We got some equipment uh, adjustments. We got some equipment upgrades. We got some great things rolling. Griffin and I are still going with the tandem draft when we get a chance to. Uh, Jason and I are about to start reset the board for the Restart Sports Network. And uh, this podcast is coming back and we're, we're coming out of the gates hot. I got Joe from Obvious Shirts for the second time on the podcast. Uh, we catch up with him and we break some news in the very middle of the recording. So make sure you listen to that. Get excited about that. So we're just going to get right into it. Thanks again for tuning in again. We're going to have more stuff coming up in the coming weeks. But for right now, we're going to talk to Joe from Obvious Shirts. Okay, everybody, welcome. Uh, season two of the Tommy Experience. We're kicking it off with a now reoccurring guest. Uh, part of my take barstool rules. So anytime I ask, you have to do it again. <laughs> this is Joe. Obvious shirts, Joe. Joe Johnson, creator, founder of your favorite t-shirt company's favorite t-shirt company. Joe, how the hell are you, man? I'm good. Thanks for having I, me on. I'm so excited to be here. We got old styles in our hands. We do, and you. We're just, I'm I'm so bummed you didn't capture that audio of the <laughs> of the can. I did. I put open. it in the mic, and it sounded so good. But it did. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was fantastic. Yeah. You know what? Maybe season three we'll start it with a beer crack, right? Yeah. I think that I think this is how I'm going to start my seasons now. I'm just going to come to. Gotta OS, be an old style. OSHQ. We just we just shoot it around for a little bit. Whenever you want. Man. All right. So. Why I have you here, we, uh, last time we did this was September of last year, uh, the day of Chris Bryant's return to Wrigley. Correct. Was supposed to be a sad day, but man, we started off hot. We were here. Um, since then, <laughs> lots of stuff's happened. Lots of stuff's happened. So let's just walk through it a little bit. I mean, there's so much to choose from. The store opens, a few meet and greets with the players. Uh, you're engaged. Congratulations. Thank my, you. Thank this you. is my official on the record congratulations to you. Appreciate <laughs> that. Yes. But yeah, man, I mean, and a couple of cool events along the way. So I guess chronological order. I don't, I don't, I don't know where to start, but I would love to talk about the store and how that all came together. Cause last time I was here, we, it was, it was, it was happening. Mm -hmm. Just didn't know how it was happening. Yeah. I didn't know how it was happening either. Uh, in September, the store came first, so very good. You're one for one. Uh, the store opened on opening day. It did. And that was absolute chaos getting the store open by opening day for a yeah. lot of reasons. A lot of it was, you know, the pandemic supplies. That's what pushed, if you remember, we were supposed to have that open in like July. The shelving, right? The shelving. Yeah. Yes. The sh not only the shelving, but like the checkout, the cash wrap, the checkout counter, like everything, signage. Yeah all were like nope not available yeah like, we have no timetable on when it's coming in so we're we were just like oh and then <laughs> after that i mean to make matters i guess worse the see we weren't sure when the season was gonna 
even yeah. start. Yeah. And I think, I think it was like three days past. It wasn't, I think it was like April 4th and then it'd be the 7th. I think, yeah, I think it was even, I think it was like a little over a week. I think okay. we were supposed to start at the end of March. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So, well, the yeah. Cubs first home game was supposed right. to be. Yes. So yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I'm you're sorry. Right, you're I'm right. Sorry. You're right. We're, we're both I'm thinking right. On, we're both right. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I was strictly thinking like Cubs home game. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, the store, we tried to get the store open by the first game at Wrigley uh, yeah and those three days got, I think it got pushed back three days those three days were like our blessing in disguise because everything came together at right. like 11 p.m on the 6th yeah. the night before opening day I got three hours of sleep that day that that night yeah. and then it was off to the races and it was a fantastic yeah uh, I was lucky enough to be walking by at the right time yes uh washed a couple windows for you yeah you uh, did that's right for my guy uh but I I mean the most important thing was I saw the first transaction in the store yeah shout that was out. a good moment that was that was Crawley 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 came in we opened at 10 Crawley made sure that we let him in at 9 57 <laughs> so that he could be the very first customer ever yep. and I'm and I'm glad it was him yes he deserves more, it doesn't get more diehard than Crawley yep. shout out Crawley yep and uh, Jeremiah was there yep uh big day it was a fun day it was really fun it was fun to be there and uh the, the people that just started filing in that mm -hmm. was a crowded room real quick yeah the after after the game was over was the best um yeah. I'm pretty sure we were illegally past capacity <laughs> you can say it which now. is like yeah which is I'm just fortunate. Like I never, this was never in the plan, the store. Yeah. I was going to ask like, uh, let's say 2014, mm -hmm. this wasn't even an idea yet. No, not even an idea. Not until we got Jake, not until Jake, Jake started exploded. just pitching out of his mind. Yeah. And then I was like, I just really like this guy. And there's not, I don't, I want to, I didn't want at the time you couldn't even, there was not even in 20, the first half of 2015, there was nowhere to even buy a Jake Arietta right. jersey. You had a, like mine that I got from Clark Street Sports was the customizable, you know, hi, my name's Joe Arietta. I, I, my favorite number's 49. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then I was like, well, I got the jersey. I wanted to wear t shirts because it's, I'm not going to wear a jersey July yeah. 20th yeah. in the bleachers. Like that's, not comfortable yeah. so i was like i'm just gonna make a shirt for jake and yeah fast and, forward yeah fast forward we're sitting in a sitting in a room with a bunch of them all mm -hmm. over the place with just with just some words on them yeah yeah it's <laughs> and now it, it's a store and now it's a store i have no idea how to run a store <laughs> i hired a really good a really good retail manager um named colin he worked at nordstrom so you know everybody know knows nordstrom then their their customer service and their return policies so. sure I thought that was just a perfect fit and he's done an amazing job. I don't spend much time over there um, because I don't know what the hell to do. Right. So yeah, I'll let Colin, the expert run that because yeah. he's good at that. Yeah. Well, we just, I mean, we just talked about it a little bit, just kind of, kind of wanting to be behind the scenes. And I think that's a really cool, a really cool point of view too. It was like, this is my baby. Here's the people that I trust to run it and just kind of like, it's almost like it's almost like Sim City, you know, like mm -hmm. you're just over and just watching what you created. It's pretty cool. Yeah, like I didn't create this for me. I created this for Cub fans. Yeah. Because like, I just love the Chicago Cubs so much. Yeah. And if I can play a small role in making being a fan more fun, like I don't yes, it's my baby and yes I, I'm I'm very proud of what I built, but I didn't do this for me. So right. I don't want to make me the yeah. focus. I want to make Cub fans the focus because yeah. this is for them. I mean, you're doing a hell of a job with it. I mean, it's, it's, 
it's perfect. I mean, we've gone from, like you said, you just wanted a t-shirt to now you can't, you can't walk the street. I would, I just did a lap around Wrigley Mm because I mean, it's a beautiful afternoon in October. Uh, and there's no better place in the world than just walking around the friendly confines. But I, I counted, I it's whatever. It was around four o'clock. I'm walking around, right? I counted them. Mm-hmm. 27, really? 27 obvious shirts walking around in Wrigleyville right now in the late October when the Cubs are not playing. Yeah. That's... 27 shirts. So yeah, I think you did it for Cubs fans, brother. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's in, in part of that. And that's awesome to hear. It's awesome to see. I never get like tired of seeing that yeah um but it's like the hard juggle i think we talked about this last episode the hard the hardest part is like do i go any do i where do we go from here do we even go anywhere else yeah me personally i just like want to make sure it's about things that i that i know that i like that i think that's where the creativity kind of comes from it's that knowingness of the cubs and i follow the cubs but it's like then you have a bunch of other fan bases and other players or other buyers in other markets saying, hey, do it for XYZ team. And yeah. I'm just like, I don't – I have no idea what XYZ team even cares about. Right. So it's not going to be yeah. as good. That's the Yeah, that's the best part is like you are a Cub fan first. Since right? the day I was born. And so it's – you know what a Cub fan would like to see on a T-shirt, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean – and maybe and you know it's not for everybody and that yeah. like that's totally fine. Yeah. I'm not like – saying you're a cub fan if you if you rock obvious shirts then you're a real cub fan. <laughs> no that's not it at all right, it's just like yeah. i have a really dry like sarcastic sense of humor and if you follow me on twitter it's like how i talk on twitter is like the exact same way i talk when i'm with my right. group of guys yeah and so that's why it works because it's authentic and that's like at the heart of everything that's what means the most to me is that the brand is authentically me definitely and i don't try to be anybody else or do what anybody else is doing or yeah yeah, that's. I love it. Yeah, I love there's it. A, in sports, there's a lot of inauthentic people out there, so I try to remain authentic because I think that's what people for gravitate sure. towards. For sure, yeah. So we got the store. Store's mm-hmm. rocking. Opening day happens. We're there. Now we got a little something awesome happening at the store. We got a couple players uh, showing up. Meet some, meet some friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by far, I guess I never really formally announced it, um, but Ian you know bought into the company he's yep. been a supporter literally since day one yep great dude like i enjoy me i enjoy talking to ian about everything but baseball that's how like wide so, and broad he is he's so knowledgeable he is and like yes baseball is his day job mm-hmm. but man like he just he everything he says he has like it, there's a reason why he's saying it you know and his interviews on 670 score with Bernstein mm-hmm. and Holmes and Layla when she's there, uh, it's 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 all knowledgeable stuff. And like he knows what he's talking about. He knows the game of baseball, but he knows that there's more to baseball than baseball. And correct, it, it's awesome. And awesome. he he's like one of the. I've been very fortunate to get to know a lot of different players, a lot of different people, and you know, high enough positions in this world of sport, and. Out of everybody, even even people that aren't even related to the Cubs, but they're big business guys, yep. and I'm meeting them to just kind of they want to ask me questions about growth and scaling, and you have an interesting concept. We can take we can take you to this height and this height, and like literally out of every, I met with a lot of different people, and Ian was like the, not only did he capture the brand mm-hmm. like right away, but 
his business sense is ridiculously sharp. And he, the questions that Ian, the professional baseball player, asked me, and the reason why those questions, like the reason his explanation for why he wants to know the answer to that question was some of the best like questions about the company that I have gotten. And he like that showed me he gets it. Yeah. He understands what the brand like means. Yeah. And he wants to help grow it. And yeah. he's been instrumental in that. So Yeah. And even with the with the coffee stuff that he's doing, it's like mm-hmm. that started as just like, hey, it's we're in quarantine. I like coffee. Like, let's read into it. And then before you know it, he's like, okay, this is my coffee. And it's like, you just Awesome. He just has a really. He's just so, and he's so cool. Like yeah, just, just as a person, I love me some Ian Happ. Yeah, there's just people that you'll meet that right away you're like, they got it, or they have the, yeah. like call it the it, it factor. They're like they get the business sense, or they're relatable. He just his ideas for the company. His like, you know, he he will have no problem like pushing back if I send him if we go over like a game plan or if I if I text him like, what do you think of this? He'll be like, no, here's why. And it's like, oh yeah. my God, that's thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Not afraid like, to, not afraid to yes. tell it how it is. Yeah. So and he's been awesome. Just like he's creative too. Like yeah. the, he's kind of like he, if he wasn't playing baseball, he would, I would, I would want him to work for me or like work with me. I, <laughs> yeah. don't, I don't like saying four. I would, I would definitely, he would definitely be employed here some way, shape or form. If, he, if baseball never was yeah. even in his future, like that's yeah. how much he, that's how well he gets business and yeah. like gets the fan base and what they're after. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, that, that, you know, Ian, that, that had a trickle effect because he's now the clubhouse leader. And so he, he's the player rep. He's the player rep. Yes. And, and that just goes to show you the type of, you know, makeup he has. And so players kind of like wanted to know more because Ian's involved. And that just led to a whole, like a whole trickle effect of players reaching out to me. And, yeah. Um, yeah, he's been awesome. He's just like, hey, you know, can XYZ or blah, blah, blah wants to, you know, Scott, we'll use Scotty Afros. Shout out Scotty Afros. Hey, Scotty Afros Scotty. wants to like, has an idea he wants to run it by you. Can I give him your number? Like, absolutely. <laughs> you can give him nah. my number. <laughs> so, like, he, and he's just cool about it. Like, he's not, there's no ego. And yeah. then that he got a lot of players wanting to be a part of it. And I am in debt to him for that. Yeah. And, and it's, yeah, it started with Ian. So Ian shows up, says hi to everybody. Our, diehard fans our twitter like i feel like there's a that was so there's a twitter culture like a twitter cubs group that is like the best group on twitter you know like good people loving the cubs all together as one it (laughs) is so it is and i saw them showing up and yeah and and, that was so impromptu and that and i know i don't mean to turn this into the like awe of ian hat podcast episode but yeah we need to talk stop he just <laughs> he just texts me out of the blue he's like hey i have some time before i have to go into the stadium tomorrow do you want to like do a pop-up like i'll just come and meet people and we'll do it at your yeah store. it was very quick it was very it quick and i was like yeah sure let's do it and thinking eh, this late in the game nobody's gonna really be able to finagle their plans and, and show up and sure enough like about 40 50 people were at our door waiting for us so yeah, that was yeah that was cool just the power of social the power of Ian's outreach, the power of Cub fans. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, social media now, like, it completely changed the game in so many different ways. And so you're able to do that. And it's like you don't have to have billboards or advertising up, like, six weeks in advance to say, hey, this person is going to be here to Mm -hmm. do this thing. It's like, hey, in six hours, Ian Happ is going to be here if you want to meet him. And then here they are. Yeah. 
And it's free. And it's free. And it's free. And, and it's the best. It is. <laughs> love me some Twitter. Yeah. So it started with Ian. Uh, shout out, Ian. I love you. Uh, real quick, I just want to say before we just put a bow on Ian Hap Talk. Sure. Obviously, you knew this. Chris Bryant was my guy. We lost Chris Bryant. Um, I'm very happy for him. I'm happy that he's happy. He deserved everything that he got Mm -hmm. and he deserves to be happy. And he said that he loved this year, even though he didn't get to play as much, which he's my guy. But when he left, I was like, well, Ian Hap's my guy. Like, there's no question about it. And I mean, hell, hell of a year, year. incredible year. But even if it wasn't a year, it's just like Ian Hap is just, he's my guy, man. You know? So shout out Ian. I love you. (laughs) Ian Tommy loves you. Yep. So, all right. We're moving on. Ian was there. Summer rolls around. Did Wilson pop up? Wilson popped. So, yeah, Wilson popped up. I've had a very good relationship with kind of the, like his agency, Octagon, and the guy that handles his affairs and marketing, um, JB. And this has been in the works since pre-pandemic. Wilson was like the first Cub player that we ever did a deal with. And, like, as much as I respect, I mean, as much as I respect Ian and like look to Ian as like not only a business partner but a right. friend, Wilson's my guy. Yeah. Like Wilson was my guy. Like I see it. Yeah. So Wilson's on the wall, guys. <laughs> after Jake left, Wilson became like just like you with Chris Bryant's departure. Right. When Jake left, my my dude was Wilson. And I, you know, went so far as saying that out of the core four, like I would be the most upset if when if Wilson got dealt. And yeah. of course, I got man that, some shit for that, but yeah. I will, I will, I will get, I will take that for Wilson. I mean, I just no, gotten yeah. to know him and how much he cares, and he's the heart and soul of the Cubs team. He's literally, he, well, yeah, he would be the drummer if the Cubs were a band. He you, just makes the whole thing go. You saw the two, like the two weeks of hell that he had to go through, mm-hmm. and like waking up every day, literally not knowing. Like all of us had no idea what was going to happen all the way up until like the very last minute and 30 minutes after, because that was bizarre. We were just a crazy, crazy turn of events. Cause you were like after the weekend and like, you just, you felt like that goodbye was the goodbye Mm -hmm. and Ian too. Mm -hmm. Ian had the same thing. And so you're thinking, wow, these two, these two cornerstones of the franchise right now, like, could be gone but we don't know and then it doesn't happen very confusing just a very confusing time and i can't imagine for him because that's when he was at the at the store right was right around then was it was the friday after it was like a day or two before the trade deadline right yeah so and it was so cool being like a fly on the wall when you know we were setting up for the event or like before we let fans in you know he was he was talking to the people and his phone kept ringing and he didn't want to answer. And like, he, you could tell he was like, you could just tell he did not want to go. And like, he, yeah. but he almost knew his time was coming. Yeah. And, and I remember vividly when we had the MLB network on the TV here and that damn bell or that chime. Yeah. Like, and that was wrapped like at the last, at the, I think the deadline was like four or five o'clock. Right. Like central. And every time it chimed, like every, we had all of our employees in here because we were busy uh, getting orders out, and we were just like, "Stop, just drop, stop. what we're doing, yeah. just listen." And yeah. then a, a cheer of relief every time yeah. that, that bell did not say Ian Happer Wilson. But right. yeah, yeah, Wilson's awesome. He's my he's my dude. He's, yeah, yeah. Like it's more than just baseball. Uh, with with our friendship, and 
I, one of these days I'm going to share just my favorite stories of Wilson because I think it's a side of Wilson that people do not know. Right. And if had they known, um, they would only appreciate him more. Right. Yeah. But that, you know, that Wilson relationship led to the Christopher Morell. Right. And that builds on. And then that Christopher Morell, incredible guy. Yeah. Um, led to like Fran Mule and Nelly. And yep. then we have a we have a few more lined up for early next year. Beautiful. Um, and I'll use this to make the first announcement. <gasps> breaking we, news. Breaking news. Uh, we have Rhino coming on November 12th. Shut your mouth. Yes. November 12th. November 12th. Ryan TBD, Sandberg at TBD. the store. The time's going to be either like between 11 and 1 is going to start. That's the last thing we're finalizing. So, Dude. And it's going to be cool because we're going to actually, for the first time, allow and one outside item to come in to be personalized or signed. Come so on. that's 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 special. Ryan Sandberg, you heard it here first. Yep. At the Obvious Shirt store November 12th. Correct. Uh man, that's cool. So let's just let's just talk about while we're talking about Rhino. You got to play golf with Rhino. It's like the second third greatest day of my life. <laughs> one it's top 3 greatest days of my uh, life. Sure, sure. And I mean, yeah. I hadn't played much golf this summer, so I was like, I'm a very competitive guy, so I was like super worried slash nervous about how I would play in front of the greatest living cub. Um, and yeah. he's just he just made it so, like it was- So chill. So chill. Yeah. It was so chill. And then like, as I told him, I'm going to 100% duff the shit out of my first drive. I, I lived up to every, <laughs> every, sense of the word and duffed it and the first thing he says is he's like hey you gotta like he was giving me swing tips he's like you're way overextending your your hips your hips are yeah firing out way too soon and like stuff that like anybody else is telling you you're like okay like stop it but ryan sandberg's telling you so it's like okay like anything else you got <laughs> he he literally saved my round because he fixed my swing on the unbelievable. first hole unbelievable and i list of course who's not going to listen to ryan sandberg and then on the second yeah. hole piped and yeah. then i can imagine that that had to be a day when you tweeted i you tweeted in the morning mm -hmm. it was like i'm going to be playing with ryan sandberg i'm going to play golf with him today i saw that and I was sitting and I was like, damn it, Joe, <laughs> like, you're the best. <laughs> it's like, it's, it was an out of body experience. Yeah. It didn't feel real. Yeah. Um, he's just the coolest guy we talked. Yeah. I mean, we, he fixed my golf swing and then, you know, normally I'm a pretty decent golfer. I would say I'm like between a five and a seven handicap. Okay. I haven't yeah. played, That's I awesome. haven't played a, a lot this summer. So I, I think for his event, it was the Ryan Sandberg, Illinois PGA Foundation Pro-Am. Sure. He was our pro. He's very good. Yep. I was, I think I was like an eight or a 10 on the scorecard. And so he told me, he, right after, I, I birdied the second hole after, like using his advice, I birdied the second hole. Yeah. Um, I said, like, I'm making this putt for you, Rhino. And, and it was probably a 10 footer and I drained it. And he like, it was like from then on, it's, it was like. Fast, it fast friends. It doesn't matter what happens. Yeah. yeah. And it was the coolest thing. And, and it sounds yeah. kind of douchey. I'm not here to like, no, talk no, no, about my putt no, 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 no. But we got, we like kind of, after he fixed my swing and he saw that I could play, he's like, all right, like, what's the game? Me and me and you. And he gave me three strokes aside. Okay. And it went back and forth. And it was, 
we were like shooting, like not shooting the shit, but we were giving each other shit. Yeah. And that was that's the best. so much fun. And when I needed a big shot, yeah. I hit one. And that's the point where like, you're like, of course, at the beginning of it, you're like, oh, like I'm playing golf with Ryan Sandberg. But at some point it's just like, yeah, I'm just like, I'm hanging out with Ryan Sandberg, whatever. Yeah. Like, he, and that's, that's he awesome. made it so yeah. normal. He made, yeah. he made the whole day so normal. Yeah. And then on the last putt, I was, we were tied going into the 18th hole. Um, and I probably had a six footer, seven footer. If, and if I make it, we would have probably pushed. Um, and if I miss it, I lose. And I, and we bet, you know, relatively low sum of money. <laughs> and so right, like right as I'm setting up, he says, it breaks more than you think. <laughs> and just some excellent gamesmanship. <laughs> what and what I, a legend. And I miss it. I miss it. I pushed my putt, missed it to the right by yeah. probably a quarter of an inch, thinking it's going to break left because yeah. it breaks more than you think. It didn't. Br- so that was like the coolest way ever. What to a lose. legend. What a that, legend. And it was just, it was just so cool. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Let it me was, ask you, let me ask you this. So uh, like this, like, inside of obvious shirts outside of obvious shirts whatever i'm just curious like what is the coolest like experience you have of like meeting a cub uh playing golf with ryan sandberg okay yeah all right that's not fair. even close <laughs> that's fair that's fair yeah uh okay so we do so had golf with ryan sandberg we got the people let's go outside okay. of obvious shirts you got engaged this summer i did awesome congratulations yes, thank you how was how did that go all go down it was about, so I've been with Grace for nine years. Yes. So it was about six years past due. Yep. I got to meet her last year. Yep. Beautiful soul. Yes. She's great. And yes. it's, and what the best thing, like there's, I can list thousands and thousands of qualities that I love about her, but like she put up with me and let me chase this. And yep. that put a huge pause on our relationship yep. and starting a family because once the family comes, you know, if this isn't already established or where I needed to get it, it doesn't happen. Right. So huge trooper. She sacrificed a lot. And like, so I wanted to, yeah, obviously show her my commitment to her. Cause yeah. she's been commit. Her commitment to me has been like off the charts. And yeah. so I, I did like a scavenger hunt. You know, we, we, I moved to Chicago 10 years ago. She's lived in Chicago one year longer than I have, but we, our relationship started here in Chicago. Right. So I just took her to all the spots that like we, from year one through year nine, like made those spots that were our, our spots in quotes. Right. So right. like our favorite restaurant, our sure. first, our first, I went, you know, took any, every location, every point of interest yeah. had a letter. Um, and it had every letter had a le- every letter had an alphabetical letter <laughs> that would spell out my last name, and then the last one was a special letter that you know it's not even worth telling the story because people okay. aren't going to care. Yep, very okay. Um, but for us, it was special. Yeah. And yeah, then the then we ended up the last stop of the whole Chicago City tour scavenger hunt was our house that you know that we bought together and right here next to Wrigley. And then yep. I I had my coworker Colin while we were out on the scavenger hunt just. Throw, like put rose petals all over the house and then shape them out and the box with the ring was in the middle and then I got on one knee and perfect asked her to marry me and she said yes awesome. and then I made a shirt that said she said yes I saw that genius congratulations that's awesome uh how did so you guys met nine years ago how did you meet where did you meet we met at a fourth of July parade block party awesome um 
I was, she was stone cold sober. I was not. <laughs> and I knew her family cause I played, I played ball with her older brother and okay. I, and her dad and I have a, have always gotten along super well. Cause we used to like see each other at the, the gym, the Helpful. local gym and yep. he's huge, huge cup fan. So that made it Love easy. It. And yeah, yeah, her parents and her, she has two older brothers and her parents are just, just so chill and easy going and easy to like and easy sure. to get along with. So yeah. it just, yeah. Yeah. Her dad is the one that actually set us up. Her dad saw me out and about and I, we just caught up and he's like, what's new with you? I'm like, oh, I'm getting ready to move to Chicago. And he's like, oh, well, let me give you my daughter's number. She like has been up there for a year, year and a half now. She can like recommend good uh, places. And that's after I first met her on the 4th of July block sure. party. So I was like, yep. And this is convenient. You the, didn't even have to do any of the work. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. He gave me her number and I said, texted her and said, hey, your dad, I ran into your dad. He told me to reach out to you, uh, moving to Chicago. Uh, here we go. Yeah. Awesome. And then that, then the rest is history. So cool. Well, congratulations, man. Thank you. That's awesome. Um, all right. So man, this has been awesome. So we got November 12th, obviously store, Ryan Sandberg, bring yep. it, bring one item. Yep. And, uh, and come meet Rhino. Absolutely. All famer. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for doing this. Uh, maybe, thank you. Maybe no, Tommy, thank you. <laughs> you, did, you did that last year too. Well, uh, we'll do this more often. We'll do this more often. Maybe we'll do a live thing or something at the obvious. Shirt That'd be store cool. Yeah. yeah. We'll bring you back. Um, maybe we can do it at like a player event and you Definitely. can like pick their brains for a couple minutes. I would love Cause to. I, I think players should, I, I think the bridge between fan and player is kind of like getting closer and connect yeah. more connected than We're ever. We're getting there. We're getting and there for sure. Yeah. Players, players are like really interesting people too. Not only are they awesome yeah. at baseball, but they're like awesome at a lot of things. Yeah. That's the, yeah. I would love to, would love to explore that more of like getting a player outside of baseball and, yep. and just talking to them as a human being. So love you, brother. Thank you for this. And uh, yeah, you. we'll do it again. Go Cubs. Go Cubs.